Good morning and welcome to Get Enlightened with me, Lauren Scott. I'm so excited to have you all here and I am so excited to have my friend Bart from the Dominican Treehouse Village with us today. Welcome, Bart. Hey, hey, hey. I can't wait. I can't wait. I get to hang out with a superstar this morning. Oh, please. You're the superstar, man. You're the superstar. Yeah, right. You're right. <laughs> I'm in a great well, company right now. Well, I'm super excited because we met in a really cool way. I was coming to do a give back to... Um, like dental mission trip and it was at your treehouse village so we hit it off immediately and worked together for what like four four years together yeah kind of on the board Sounds right. yeah. doing doing things and um so i wanted to bring you on here because your story is amazing so let's kind of start on how you started the treehouse village like how it even came about let's go there well yeah well i'll even go back a little bit further um I come from a really conservative Mormon family. And as I was growing up, you know, on, uh, we, we couldn't watch TV because people didn't want us to be worldly, right? Yeah. So to get back to God and the celestial kingdom, uh, we had to act a certain way. And, and so my parents were very stringent, took it very seriously. So they basically prohibited us from watching any, any TV. And uh, they had it set up where... Um, we could just watch Disney movies like once a week. So we'd watch shows like The Invisible Man or uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or The Sound of Music or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, one of them that I, that I was enthralled with that I just absolutely adored and loved was a movie called Swiss Family Robinson. And the whole story behind that is it was a Dutch family that was sailing and they got shipwrecked. They had some rocks and basically got stuck on an island. And what they did is they got all their stuff on shore and they started building tree houses to live in. Yeah. And they end up fighting pirates and all that stuff. So that was my basis of my whole life. And this isn't a movie that I watched once. This is what I was vigorously watching as much as that I could, when I could. Mm -hmm. And the story never got old. And so as I started traveling around the world, I started seeing what I really, really wanted to have in my life and, and what was important to me. And I was staying with a girlfriend at the time in like a tree hut that had uh, nothing there except for some tin roof and a bed. And I was supposed to stay there for one night. And I loved it. It was so romantic and sexy and sensual and connective, right? You're literally yeah. connecting into nature. And I walked away from that and I was like, oh my goodness. I could see myself doing this and having this for my life. And so I went home and I started drawing concepts and started investigating. And I saw on Google that it was, you know, the uh, how often tree houses was Googled was astronomical. And so I, I, I had the thought in mind. And so I got with um, uh, some artists and we started drawing out all my visions and designs. And I was a big fan of Survivor. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, we were able to t look at some of their sets and whatnot. And so anyways, I basically designed the Treehouse Village and um, I had that in my mind. And I believe in the law of, of visualization and affirmations. Yes. So I basically. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. So I so I affirmed it into reality. It, it became into existence. And what had happened is, is uh, my family went on a cruise ship 
to the Dominican Republic and my brother had come home and he's like, man, there's a place for you in the world and it's not in Costa Rica. It's in the Dominican Republic. I'm like, ah, nah, I've done the Dominican Republic. I did it on a motorcycle. It's a cool place, but I'm not interested. And he's like, but did you go to Samana? I said, no, I I didn't go to Samana, but I know it. I, I know everything about the country and I can surf and scuba dive every day in this place called Puerto Viejo in Costa Rica. And my brother's like, no, no, man, this place is literally calling your name. I'm like, dude, I'm not interested. He said, listen, if you don't do anything else for me in your whole life, you just got to fly out there and check it out. That's all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, like if you're so impassioned about it, I'll fly out there. So two weeks later, I hit the tarmac in the Dominican Republic, took a bus to Samana. I was wearing my flip-flops, board shorts, tank top, North Face backpack, and a, <laughs> and a, and a bill hat flat, tucking in my ears, looking like a tolo gringo from <laughs> from idaho right and um i descended into a city of samana where it's everybody was from african roots mm-hmm. and i'm the whitest white dude in the whole world and um <laughs> you can visualize you can visualize it you know me so you can see it because it, nothing's really changed yeah, but um say. it's still the yeah. same yeah so so I, go ahead no, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm listening to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyone, anyways, I, I didn't know one person and my brother's like, Hey, I, I met this guy named Terry and it was called tours with Terry. Maybe you should talk to him. Mm-hmm. So imagine showing up at a place where you literally know no one. You literally are the only, you know, uh, Anglo-Saxon Protestant white dude, <laughs> you know, and the you city flu- were you fluent? In Spanish at the time? Yeah, yeah, but I, I spoke with um, a Castilian accent. So, yeah. uh, felicidades, a que haces? You know, la gente así puro con el acento de España. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I didn't speak an Ebonic Spanish. I spoke more of a, you know, like if, if I was an elitist, a, a pure Castilian Spanish from Spain. <laughs> yeah. So, so when I spoke, people kind of looked at me kind of funny and with my, my accent and then me being a gringo, they're like, what the freak is going on with this? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. And, um, that takes little by, guts, Bart. That takes a yeah, lot of guts. It, you know, it was, it was crazy. And, you know, I had built up a great little, uh, small business in Boise where my brother and I, uh, started a commercial cleaning business and we generated tens of millions of dollars cleaning poopy toilets I know and you so, sold, you sold out of that business, right? Isn't yeah, my, that kind what, of how what, like, what happens? My brother took he took the cleaning business, and I ended up taking the businesses down in the Dominican Republic. Um, he's like, I'm never going to come down there, you know, just vacation, hang out with you. And I'm like, I'm never going back to Idaho. I like my life, but but it, not getting too far ahead with it. I I didn't know anybody, and so uh, my older brother said, Listen, if you want to kill it, you got to start uh, a zip line, mm-hmm. and I didn't know anything about zip lines. So I got down there, didn't know anybody in a very short amount of time. I have a disease. It's, you know, uh, I'm, I'm too talkative. So I just talk to everybody. And <laughs> that's why we got along so well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I didn't know anybody. And in a very short period of time, I had a bunch of friends and people that were helping me look for land. And I found this amazing guy. His name was Tomas from Argentina. 
Yeah. And basically he had all this land and um, I was more of a conservative businessman that would wear suits and ties and, you know, a certain way more of a, an American style to do business. And this, this Jehovah Witness actually was the one that made the cross reference for us. And he's like, yeah, you got to go meet this Tomas. He owns all this land. He's, he's the future. And he mm-hmm. said, and I know that you're going to change Samana because of your energy. So I said, oh, I don't know. And he's like, no, dude, you have to. He, he summons, he used this word because he's, he was Latin. He's like, he summons you to his office. Oh. I'm like, wow, he sounds really important. So, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I, I show up, I show up at this office and I go upstairs, you know, all nervous because my future was held on land and, and everything, all these dreams and aspirations. Um, and I, I go in and I meet this Tomas and I, he either had a cigarette or a joint hanging out of his mouth and he was, his smoke was all in the air and he's like, Hey bro. And I, in my mind, I had envisioned an old 65, 70 year old Argentine with a big beer belly, you know, like the yeah. last years of his life because of how much land that, that this Tomas guy was supposed to have had. So I go in there and here he had a, like a joint hanging out of his mouth. He's like, Hey bro, what's up? And he, sp- he spoke good English. I'm like, Hey, how are you? And he's like, Hey man, everybody's talking about this freaking gringo loco wanting to do some stuff here. Like what's going on, bro. And my mind's like, wow. I'm like, Hey, what's up dog? You know? And so we just start hitting it off. He's like, you got any, you got any like ideas or plans with this? And I had my drawings and it had a zip line in there. And Tomas is like, wow, this is sick. Yeah, dude, like this is what I want to do. And so he's like, you just find the land and I'll get it for you. And we'll partner up. And so that was my beginning with Tomas. And I went around and I found this uh, guy, Terry, from Michigan, I think it was. And uh, he was another Jehovah Witness. And um, uh, they took me around and just showed me some areas. And so I started bird dogging all over. And I found the perfect place. Uh, a treehouse village next to uh, uh, a waterfall and a, in the tropical rainforest. Mm. And um, it is, it is incredible. It is one of the most incredible you. magical places I've ever been. I'm so excited to get back this summer. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I, I walked in there and at the time it was full of pigs and coffee plantation and, and I, I, yeah, it was just nothing. Oh and, my um, gosh. so we walk in there and, the locals gave me some rubber boots. And so I was walking through the mud. Every step, ah. the mud come up and out. And mosquitoes were biting me all over the place. <clears throat> and um, and I said, this is the place. And everybody's eyes were big. And they're like, are you freaking crazy? I'm like, no, can you imagine? Like, here could be the, the and I just laid it all out. And I marked the cornerstone. Uh, or basically where the uh, corner column was of the eco lodge mm-hmm. and it was based all off that. And so all these dreams and, and uh, crazy thoughts and me had visualizing created this perfect space Wow! and uh, it was phenomenal. And so, um, you know, we, we grew this. So what I had done is, is I didn't have enough money to build the treehouse village so what I did is, is I built the zip line, didn't know anybody, called the Norwegian cruise line and said, hey, could I speak with the excursion department? They're like, oh, hey, this is Susie from excursions. I'm like, hey, this is Bart Griffin from Boise. How are you, Susie? Oh, I'm great. How are you? I'm like, great. 
what's the best and most popular zip line that you guys sell to in the world? And she's like, who's this? I'm like, Bart from Boise. I want to go on the best zip line in the world. And she said, oh, hold on one second. She put me on pause. And then she asked the girls in the office and they said, hey, Bart, uh, I was asking the girls and they said it was uh, Alaskan Mountain Guides in Juneau, Alaska. And his name was Jason. And I said, okay. I said, you wouldn't happen to have a number, would you? She's like, well, if you promise not to say anything about us, I'll give you a cell number. So she gave it to I, <laughs> I called the number and I said, hey, Jason, this is Bart from Boise. How are you? He's like, who's this? I said, Bart from Boise. Okay. I said, I was just talking to Sue and she said you had the best <laughs> plan in the whole world. And he's like, who's this? I'm like, this is Bart from Boise. And I said, hey, I want to build a zip line in the Dominican Republic. And Jason's like, well, uh, I'm not doing anything there. And I said, I'll pay you to consult me. He said, bro, give me this amount of money and wire it to my account and I'll consult you. So I sent him a big chunk of money and he, we had three or four uh, phone conversations uh -huh. and that's all I needed. And we uh, created and built the number one rated excursion in the Dominican Republic. In the Dominican Republic. It was called Samana Zipline. And I would go there and uh, we built it out nine months of getting permits and building. And uh, after three years, it was the number, number one rated excursion in the country. And I took all the money that I made off, off the first three years and roll it over and to build the treehouse village and the rest is history. It's just the most incredible story. I mean, if you want to talk about manifesting the law of attraction, like knowing what you want, seeing it as a child, it, it just proves to the point that everybody that you meet along the way, you meet for a reason. You know exactly. What I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. Like, and those childhood memories, like this is just the most incredible story. <laughs> <laughs> It's been, it's been, it's been a crazy journey from growing up in a, in a poor family to being, you know, a paper boy to cutting lawns. I, I started delivering newspapers at the age of eight and that's when I got my financial freedom and then to uh, clean poopy toilets to now owning hotels, hotels and, and properties and developments and all that stuff. And it's like, it's a dream. But anyone, and so I want everybody to listen very clearly on this, anyone can have their dreams realized. Yeah, It's just go out and read, think and grow rich, rich dad, poor dad, how to mm -hmm. win friends and influence people. Take those three books as your holy grail, as your base of all knowledge, and you can have anything you want in this world. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was actually going to ask you, what would be one thing that you would tell young, young entrepreneurs, but I think you just nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and to not stop, you know, mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur myself, you know, you hit roadblocks, you hit things that you have to let go of, but to keep on moving, you know, see the yep. vision, keep going towards it because if it's really supposed to happen, it will, and it'll happen yeah. the way, it, you know, it's not yeah. always the way that we plan it, but it is definitely all it happens if it's supposed to like doors right. will fly, start to fly open. And, and I would just mention one other little part of, of, of this. What I'd recommend to young entrepreneurs is, is do what you're passionate about, right? Like, yeah. so if you really love football, there's some play, some blog, some newscasting, something that's out there that you can find your niche. If you yes. love sewing, if you love quilting, if you love cleaning poopy toilets, which my brother still is running that business today. 
and lives like a king. Oh, I know. I know. I've met him. I met him and been to the house. I I mean, the whole family has sitting down with your parents. I will never forget sitting down with your dad and you and your brother and y'all all all telling me the story of how how it began to how it is now. And just that was what, seven, eight years ago. So it's even grown even more. (laughs) And to see your family, your kids growing and doing because let's tell the world how many kids you have Bart. <laughs> yeah well well my parents have 34 grandkids yeah and i think it's four or five great grandkids now wow and and um and i've i've made seven and i got two or four left in the chamber so i'm, I'm my my journey making babies is definitely not over not only do I like making babies, but I like the babies after making them. So I'm yeah, still you do in have, that game. You do have really cool kids. They're really, yeah. They're really cool kids. Can, yeah. can, I, can, I, can I tell you, and, and this is just, uh, I, I, I don't think I told you, but my son's in law school now. He's the youngest person in state history to co-author legislation when he was 17. And he just got elected and sworn in as Nampa City Councilman uh, two nights ago. So oh, my once again, goodness. yeah, it's really cool. My other, my other son, Matt, he has his uh, tenting business. Um, we're all entrepreneurial. Yes. And I was my, myself and my brother were the first entrepreneurs of the family. And now all of us are entrepreneurs and we are not going to be slaves to the system. And entrepreneurship is the greatest thing to ever happen to my family. And I've influenced many people to get into their own businesses and it's true freedom. And I, I highly recommend any of the listeners out there to get out there and make it happen. And um, I also, you know, always talk, whenever I talk to people and try to inspire them, my phone is always open. My WhatsApp is always open to people that do the first three things. So people are like, hey, can you mentor me? Sure. But it, there's there's a cost. Oh, w- w- yeah, I'm interested in paying. Whoa, 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 wait. It's not for money. There's three things that are required. You have to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Think and Grow Rich, and How to Win Friends and Influence People. After you do that, my door my my to my house, my phone is open to you with any questions that you have. It's a law of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. I can give you, you give me. It's the karma. I do good things, good things come back to me. And I have had great mentors through my journey of life. And I'd love to get back to those that, that want help because we're all in this thing together. We are, we are. And thankfully I met you and many moons later, we are still rocking and rolling together and you jumped on here with me. And I, I am so honored to one, call you friend, but also you, it is very true, Bart. You, you are such a blessing to talk to and, I know sometimes when I've gone through shit, I've called you and just been like, oh, my God. And you you can Hmm. talk me through it. You're just one of the best people to talk through. So thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for bringing this magic to the world because it it truly is magic. You're magical. Love you big time. I'm so proud of your family. I give your son the biggest hug. I met him when God, he was a senior. I think he was a senior, right? Yeah, could have been. Mm -hmm. Junior or senior. So yep. tell him congratulations. We should get him on the show because that's his story is really cool too about how he did with the Yeah, we should. 
We should yeah. be on the show for sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh, shout out the socials to the Treehouse Village. Yeah, DominicanTreehouseVillage.com, uh, Dominican Treehouse Village on Instagram. Me personally, let me see. I don't even do it too often, but I am Dominican Jungle Dude. Dominican Jungle Dude's my handle in Instagram. And then Bart Griffin on Facebook. So if any of you want to follow or just shoot me a DM or whatever else, you know what the gatekeeper wants, three yes. books, and then you can have uh, some time and attention for me. And there you go. And it's worth it. It is worth it, guys. I promise you. Thank you, Bart, for jumping on here with me. I loved it. Thanks and so much. Great. Thank great chatting with you. Thanks, hon. And thank you, everybody, for listening to Get In Mind with me and Lauren Scott. We will talk to you later, Bart. All right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>